We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. I am your co-host, Mike DeVito, here as always with Big Jeff Allen, and we are bringing you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. Big Jeff, what's up, baby? Man, it's a new month. Bye what week. It? What's it? November 1st. November 1st. We I gotta just talk, got the, We got to talk about Cookie Society. You know, I just got the email today. New month, I, new, new menu. I looked at these options, man. Just You guys, again, I need to know at some point what goes into – coming up with all these incredible ideas. I mean, th- th- these th- what you guys come up with is just – and everything you guys do tastes like like the theme, right? So this month we have banana pudding. Yes, sir. Frosted caramel, frosted oatmeal, cookies and cream, German chocolate cake. Yes, sir. Sweet potato pie, Texas toffee. And apple like, pie. So like – Take for example, sweet potato pie. Yeah, apple pie. Yeah, those those really taste like those. Like I'm not. I, I, I love that you keep bringing up sweet potato pie. I'm going to keep mentioning. You know, it's oh, a, it's I, a it's a cultural thing. So, <laughs> you know, you got, everyone's Thanksgiving is different. In our home, we have the sweet potato pie. We do have pumpkin pie at the table, right? But our go to right. is sweet potato pie, and then apple pie as well. So this menu was inspired by the holidays. I mean, we got Thanksgiving mm. right around the corner. Christmas, we're gonna have a special. You know, menu next month for Christmas, but this month is, is based off of Thanksgiving. All of those treats that you see on the table on Thanksgiving. Oh, th- this that's is what a, we're trying to serve this month. That's Jeff. When I saw this, I thought, what a, what a perfect time! So you have Thanksgiving dinner, and then for dessert, you get all the good stuff and yeah. the November twelve pack out there. Yeah, man, a lot Forget of good it. stuff, man. And and yeah. make sure you order a shirt, but size up because you're gonna you're gonna gain some weight this month. That's right. <laughs> I'm ordering. I got my shirt. I'm going to order a new one. I'm telling you, the the, the shirts you guys have are fantastic. Yes, I have to get you. in touch with that guy who who does them because there's incredible. But check them out, CookieSociety.com. They ship nationwide. The new menu is out. Get that November 12 pack. You get all those great things we were talking about. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors. We love you guys, Big Jeff. All right, brother. We're into the bye week. Not a ton of news. Uh, you know, you had the trade deadline. That's really been the big yeah. thing on the on the radar the past couple days, uh, past couple weeks actually. So we had talked about it last time, and and you know I was we were both saying, you know, a defensive player, 
a yeah. rusher specifically would be something that would make sense. But like you said, Nostradamus, no, was it Jeff Jeff Nostradamus, you said no in Veach, he's going to get an offensive player. And son of a sure. gun, that's what that's Sure what enough, I, I, I think he, he treated the, the trade deadline like the draft. When right. you got a really good team, um, I mean, obviously there there's some holes we could fill here and there, but it's not a glaring weakness with this team. Right. Um, everyone's right. going to pass rush, but I think we have some guys that can that can brush the passer. They just got to get their footing. Um, but right. he added value. He he saw the best player in his eyes that mm -hmm. he could get at good value with Kadarius Tony out of New York. I think this guy has sky high potential. Right. Obviously, there's risk involved dealing with injuries and his off the field stuff that you know the media talks about. So I'm excited to see him in a, a great organization um, with a coach like Andy Reid who knows how to deal with tons of personalities. And in an offense that's going to create place um, to get him the ball in space because he's elusive, he's fast, he, he's a playmaker. Um, it's just another threat for this entire organization and, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm, no, it's great. And I saw because uh, I know he's he's a former <laughs> first round pick, right? I mean, yeah. What was that? Two years ago? Yeah, he he hasn't played much football, but the games he's played, he's been electric. Well, um, I saw somebody put his highlights from college up. Yeah. And it was clear, like he was a men amongst boys yeah. out there. I mean, he looked, he looked legit. And you're putting him with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. So, like you said, I mean, that's a great. Uh, you you can't get any better setup than that. It is interesting, though. I mean, I'd love to get a coach on here at some point um, to talk about sort of how you deal with these players. So you have two. It seems like you have two sorts of, of coaches. You have those coaches who come in and it's their way or or the highway. Right. Yeah. And they're those type of coaches, right? The Bill Belichick's, the Eric Mangini's, the Brian Dayballs. Yeah. They're not gonna butt well <laughs> with certain personalities. No. And it not. doesn't matter how good those players are, they're gonna ship them out because they, those kind of coaches care much more about the team. Uh, That's the team. And, and not to say not to say that coaches that have, like Coach Reed is, is kind of the polar opposite of those guys, right. but he right. has the same type of he garners the same respect without the fear. Right. Um, right. Because, you know, Coach Reed's no nonsense, but those guys are they go by a different book. Coach right. Reed, you can see the way he calls plays. He's super creative. He right. knows how to get the best out of his guys on and off the field. And some guys are either you're going to dress up, put your button all the way to the top and tuck your jersey in, socks mm -hmm. knee high, or you're going to get the fuck out of here. That's right. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And Andy Reed is, no, you can do your things your own way as long as you're within these lines that I have in place. Right. And you're not right. detrimental to the team. We can figure out ways to make you a better human being and a better football player. Yeah. No, no, that's exactly right. And I think just like players, too, I mean, when you look at your captains of a team, right, or your leaders of a football team, generally speaking, I'd say 99% of the time, those are the guys who also do a hell of a job producing on Sundays, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's not just some guy who's a great leader, but maybe doesn't you know, give you that production on the field. Now it's, it's very rarely that it's usually always the guys who have that resume. And I think the one thing that allows, or, or there's a number of things for just being a great coach, but his resume, Andy Reed's resume um, allows him to sort of, to, to walk that line where he can have these players come in and let them be themselves. But at the same time, they recognize, Hey, this is hall of fame coach, Andy Reed. Yeah. Right, so so like I think of the Le'Veon Bell situation. Remember, was it was Le'Veon Bell yeah, that came yeah, out a couple years to, ago, a year ago, yeah. whatever it was, and he tried to say that something bad about Andy Reid, and it was like so quick, 
because you knew this guy's resume. It was so quick to recognize that's it's your stuff, brother. Yeah. That's definitely your stuff. So he admitted Reed, that he admitted that later down the road. Um, but, oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't say, see that. Sometimes you have to mature, and and his from his perspective, that's just how he felt. And sometimes. Mm-hmm. We could be dead wrong and don't know it. Um, yeah, yeah. It takes, well, that's good. It takes a little bit of humbling and and growing up and, and and looking at things from a different perspective to realize, looking back on moments where you thought you were right, right, you, that you were wrong. Right. No, and I know, and that's good. That's good that he did that. And my point wasn't so much to bash him, but just to to say, look at. I mean, it just everybody know. There's just so yeah. much respect for that man. You know what I mean? That you almost can't come in with the egos and the. Uh, and any of that. And and I remember too being there, you know, my first couple of weeks there recognizing all the rules that he does put in place, he has a reason for. Yes. Like you're not you don't have to do this random stuff just because he wants to be a dick, you know, just yeah. power trip as a coach. Like he has a reason and a, for every rule that's in place. And there's no sort of arbitrary rules just to have rules. And so I think the guys respect the hell out of that too. Yeah, and yeah, and that, that's the thing. I talked about um Letting you be yourself within the lines. Like he has right. his lines, he has his boundaries, um, obviously he has his set of rules, but within that, he allows you to be yourself. There's some coaches that they have their rules, the guidelines, and you have to follow them to a T and they want to change your personality. Right. And that right. doesn't go really well, especially with guys with big personalities. Right. That will never go well. So he knows a way how to manipulate some guys. Um how to he just has a special gift, man. Like right. I can't really explain it. Um Guys are being themselves and, and feeling really good about it, but there's a respect with Coach Reed that you know you're not going to cross that line. Ah, oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So good. So we get we get um, uh, Tony in. You know, again, if it works, great. It, it's not. It's you know, what is it? Uh, uh, what's we got? It, it, I mean, it's it's, it's uh, all win, no loss. You know, what I mean, it's yeah, like if he's good, I, I, it's I don't good. think. I think there's obviously risk with the individual player, but I don't think it's going to make or make or break the organization. I think if he is what they think he is, though, there's super high. There's a super high ceiling, and this exactly. would be one of the greatest trades in Chiefs history. But if it doesn't work well, it's just not going to go down as the worst. So right, right, and and if anybody can maximize those uh, the potential of a player, it's Andy Reid and that that offense. So. Yeah. All right, so Fenton is out, right? Fenton is out. That's that was the sort of uh, that was the trade out of Kansas City. Yeah, um, not super surprising, right? I mean, that was yeah. kind yeah. of free stuff from cap space. Yeah, free stuff from cap space. That's a guy that they that they they weren't going to resign after the year, so right. it was like let's get something for him because we believe in these young guys. Mm-hmm. It was more of a forward thinking move. McDuffie's um, back; he's activated off of IR, so. Um, those are the guys that they believe in. That's the future of this organization in the defensive backfield. And they're going to roll with it. Right, right. Yeah, so a somewhat um, uneventful trade uh, period, trade deadline. But that's okay. I mean, you know, anything in – you know, we talked about D-line, wide receiver. We, we added wide receiver, obviously. But the additions right now would have been sort of the cherry on top. But this team yeah. – didn't need, you know, this team is up, you know, it's Buffalo and Kansas City right now. Yes. I mean, those are the two teams. Um, and so we're good. We're in good shape. Uh, sometimes it's sometimes it's better, especially when you're in that in that position to not take any big risks, not take any big gambles. There's just no need right now. And yeah, obviously, obviously the fans want something to happen every single trade day. Yeah, because it, it's exciting. You always want to add good players and good pieces. Right. But you gotta think of the bigger the bigger scheme of things. Like there's so much 
in the in the works um, that, that's going to happen a year from now, two years from now. Exactly. Coach, Coach Reed and Brett Veach, they have to calculate and think about. My brain is spinning right now thinking about it. I don't want to think about it. But yeah, no, there's a lot yeah. that goes on the cap. Many different reasons why things are done and not done. That's another. We need to get a. We need to get a general manager. We need somebody here. on here so they can talk about the strategy behind that. It's because really. The, it's really chess. I mean, it is. But it's so funny because the world that we experience as players is very much sort of. That's uh, day to day. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just what right in front of you. Like you don't. You. You. And we'll get. A, you know. Talk about not thinking down the road. We'll talk about light after after this and the the documentary that you were in. But. Um, you know, you're just thinking about the next day. It seems like football is, is never about the long term. It's all about, you know, we got to win on Sunday, get whoever's in here to do that. And yet the general managers, the head coaches, they do have to play this long-term game that seems so abstracted away from the, what the NFL is, is like on the day-to-day basis. So Yeah, it's we, crazy. And they do that with not even knowing if they're going to be a part of that picture down the road. Like it's, right, yeah, it's, right. That's it's, right. It's, it's such a volatile game. Like the turnover is crazy from the front office down to the 53rd man on the roster. Like it's day-to-day for everyone, but they also have to think about the organization's future. Right. And a lot of times, you know, with the way things happen, a lot of coaches and GMs, they're on the move a lot. Yeah. Imagine trading away to get like two or three first round picks and then get. Getting... Now that happens all the time. That yeah. sucks. That freaking sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of a football equivalent, but more recently, and not more recently, but one that I can remember is um, the Golden State Warriors when Steve Curry took over for Mark Jackson. Mm. I mean, that had to suck seeing Mark Jackson build that entire organization, bringing those players, and then Steve comes in and he wins the championships. <laughs> Like that—that that is like, man, that has, to, that has to be a dagger to the heart. But obviously, Steve Kerr is a hell of a coach. Right. And they made the move for a reason, but like, that has to hurt. I see him. Yeah. I mean, Tony Dungy, Tony Dungy, and Tony Dun- with the Buccaneers, um, with the Buccaneers. And oh guy, yes, that's right. He comes in the, the, the rookie head coach and wins the championship the following year. Man, and it's like, man, it's like I built this, but like another guy comes in. Was I really the the guy holding us back, or was it just? Right place, right time. Right. Rex Ryan in New York in 2009. I mean, we, we didn't go and win the championship, but Eric Mangini for the first, you know, that three years had built up that roster and then they fire Mangini. You know, Rex comes in, he drafts Mark Sanchez, but basically the nucleus Same was team. there. Yeah. And then, you know, we go to the AFC championship game. So, yeah, yeah no, that hurts, man. The NFL can be ruthless. Yeah. All right, brother, let's transition to, you know, before we transition, let's do this. We got to pay the bills around here. Have to pay let's, the bills, man. Let's, let's go ahead and go to this ad real quick, and we'll be right back. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but I need to tell you about one of today's sponsors, and that is Liquid Death. Listen, you might be in a meeting, and you might be walking through High V Target and start to notice some strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. No need to get anybody. It's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. Now, why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, it'll brutally murder your thirst. That is right. Not only are they trying to brutally murder your thirst, they're trying to brutally murder plastic pollution as well with their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans. They're bringing death to plastic pollution, and they also donate 10% of their profits from every can sold to kill plastic pollution. Great cause. That's a win-win for me. Look at this. I mean, just look at this can right here. I've got one right with me. The Severed Lime. One of my favorite flavors that they have. 
Oh, it's so good. Can't wait to dive into this one. You can find a liquid death at your local Target, Walmart, or 7-Eleven, or go to a liquid death retailer near you. Find one with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Big Jeff, let's talk about Life After. Um, This is a documentary. We talked about this last time, a documentary that you did. Thomas Jones was the producer, also part of it. It's right. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Everybody should go check it out. It's really cool. I think it was, what was it, eight or nine episodes? There's eight Um, episodes that features 12 12 different guys. Um, Yes. It's an awesome awesome docuseries. It's something that, like I said last episode, it's something that was necessary. Shout out to Thomas Jones for bringing us to light because we all make this transition. Obviously, we have resources. We have the NFLPA, the Players Trust. There's things for players that can create that community, um, resources that we can tap into. But there hasn't been anything um, that showed the public, you know, necessarily what we go through. And I know um, you may see like, oh, this is something that guys have done their entire lives. Right. And many guys, no matter if you played, you know, one season in the NFL, if you play 20, it's going to stop. But it's tough, man. It doesn't matter how many championships you win. doesn't matter how much money you, you make. Uh, for the most part, for the mo- majority of the guys, it, it wasn't really about the money. Mm-hmm. It was about doing something that you love. And, and whether it was snatched away, whether father time caught up with you, whether um, you made the decision, it, it's still tough to transition. I mean, look at, uh, you know, there's so many angles we can take here. But listening to what you just said, it reminded me of Tom Brady's situation. So, yeah. uh, you know, you don't we don't know all the details and everything that's going on there. But you can't help but think that one of the factors playing into everything that went on with him and his wife and getting divorced, had you know, was yeah. football. I mean, it's a, it's a gift and a curse. And I don't want to touch on this personal relationship with his wife, but I, I can speak from my perspective as a player. And just that transition, I know I know he probably retired and he felt like that was the best thing to do. But while he was sitting at home, he realized, like, hey, maybe I got one last shot. I don't feel mm-hmm. like this was the end, and I don't want to regret it. So mm-hmm. he took that chance to go back. Um, but, man, it's, it's, it's freaking tough. It's tough. He, I mean, this guy has a – I don't know how much, like a $100 million media deal sitting on the table. Like, he could have made more money talking about football than playing right. football. Right. But it, it's about the love. Like like I said, it's not about the money. Um, but Tom's going to have to figure it out. He's one of those guys, like all of us, he has seven Super Bowls, a crap ton of money. But yet football, it, it's so hard to let it go. 
I, you, you know do, what? You have to figure it out. I think about his situation <clears throat> and yeah, you know, it's like, think of the highs in his career and just, there's just, I can't, you know, the, the highs in my career and your career, well, you won a Super Bowl, but like the highs in my career, nothing on the other side of football comes anywhere close to yeah. those times. You think of Tom Brady's career. I mean, he's he's played more playoff games than I played in regular season games. I mean, this dude mm-hmm. is uh, this dude's played in so many big time football games, won so many Super Bowls, been the best player in the NFL year in and year out. I just I you know, it's it's somewhat of a paradox, but it's like the other side of football for him, I can't imagine. It's it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's tough to adapt. I mean, not only the competitive nature of it and um, the daily grind, like you you respect that, but the locker room aspect, you'll mm-hmm. never get that again. That that brotherhood and banding together mm-hmm. and all fighting for the same goal. I mean, you can kind of get in the corporate structure, but it's it's not the same, mm-hmm. um, and it never will be. So he knew that immediately when he retired. He's like, man. I, one more shot. I don't know. Let me run right it back. back. Who knows? Right. Who knows what he might do now? But um, it's just it's it's tough. That feeling is fleeting. Like yeah. you want to continue to feel that. And I think for me, um, what really helped me when I retired was getting into entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. it's it's really a direct parallel with being an being an athlete. Um, the difference is on this side is I'm now the general manager. I'm yeah. now yeah. having to make those tough decisions that you know, Andy Reid and Brett Beach have to think about and forward thinking and thinking about the company, but it's a challenge. So every mm-hmm. single day I'm learning something new, I'm adapting um, and I'm pushing myself mentally in the same way that I was doing mentally and physically in football and, and it's fun, man. So mm-hmm. that, that that's what I have right now, but every guy has to find something that gives them somewhat of a feeling of football. You'll never get that exact feeling, but mm-hmm. you got to get somewhat of a feeling like that. I couldn't agree more. And I think one thing that um, player development, um, um, the, the player development group in these different, uh, you know, each each team has a player development. Yeah. yeah, a player development department. <clears throat> one thing that, and I know they try to do this, and I know as a player, again, we talked about it before, it's very hard to think down the road. But one of the, I think one of the worst pieces of advice I, I received when I retired and it's nobody's fault. Uh, the piece of advice makes sense. But one of the worst pieces of advice that I received was to not get into anything right away, to take my time, to <clears throat> relax, put my feet up. That was awful. Yes. That was awful because now all you do is sit around and think. And you yeah. think about not playing football. You think watching the guys play football. Um, and so what I was saying about player development departments is, you know, forcing guys to just start small, but start putting together a blueprint for possible avenues to get into right after you get done. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I think for most guys, and I think the, um, the life after documentary spoke to this. It's, it's no good to, to have time to do nothing. You should, you know, we're not, you know, we're not 65, 70 years old. These are young guys retiring that you got to get into whatever's next. And like you said, Jeff, it's not going to be like football, but it's going to be something to sink your teeth into, to build a routine, to have goals. Um, I think that that is key. And I think player (laughs) development departments have to start 
working on that sort of curriculum. No, and I, I'm sure they do. That's great advice. I think um, I've heard that too. Like, take a break. You deserve it. Mm. Um, kick your feedback. Like, take a year off. Take you two years uh, off. Totally. I would say that that is a very bad idea. I took mm. like maybe two months off and I felt like I was losing my mind. Um, <clears throat> so I, I got right back into it from the business side of things. Um, started working out again, moving around. Also move that body around because those joints yeah. stiff up really fast. Real quick. Um, yeah. So keep moving your body. But um, that's one of the best pieces of advice, man. Challenge yourself. I, honestly, that's why I got into podcasting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I grew up a kid that stuttered. Like, like I stuttered. I had a problem with public speaking, all these different things. Um, so I've always worked toward being the best at this or trying to be the best or be better than what I was before. Um, just to challenge myself. So always give yourself a challenge. Even mm-hmm. if you fear something on the other side of it, just go for it. Like you're a fucking fearless warrior playing football. Like you can do anything. Right. Um, right. And that's what I would tell you guys. You can do anything. Don't be afraid to do something new or try something new um, because you're going to have to do something new. Right. Football isn't forever. No, it's so, no, it's exactly right. And I, I can, one thing I can speak to um, as well is sort of not just my mental health, but like, <clears throat> my cognitive ability mm-hmm. like you talked about moving the body around like i feel like if i don't if i don't work my brain out like i do my body it's i start to do crazy shit i i put the steak in the uh, you know in the in the cupboard you know what i mean like i just i start doing this i forget things that like you start doing this weird stuff so it's, it's like another, so going back to that point you made about keeping the body going, keeping the mind going as well, because yeah. I'm sure a lot of these guys, they just start shutting everything off and the brain just, just, you know, especially all the hits and everything. It's, just it's, it's challenging. Um, I would encourage people to look at every single episode because you can learn something that you can mm-hmm. part of your life, not just being an athlete, like everyone makes a transition at some point. And, mm-hmm. and when it comes, you need to be prepared. Um, mm-hmm. Thomas Jones was the first episode or he's the second episode, not the first. Yeah. Um, but he just talked about like he found himself like first thing in the morning waking up drinking drinking beer. Yeah, that's just it. Just drinking every single day, all day. And like he wasn't a drinker while he played. Like he was right. strict to his diet. He had a, a routine. Um, but then once football was over, he found himself in this dark place, just a depression and not knowing what was next. A guy that is one of the 27 guys in NFL history to have over 10,000 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Um Broke down there every record in college. Um, this guy has so many accolades in the football arena, yet he felt like a failure when it was done. Exactly. Um, and that's how most guys feel. Like you can accomplish the world, but once you're done, that that those claps stop. Um, you're not getting that validation from the outside world. You don't have fans. People aren't checking in on you, and, mm. and you you don't you feel worthless in a sense. But I would tell these guys like you have value. Mm-hmm. You, you are somebody like. You, you are great. Take that that same those same characteristics from football and apply them to anything. Like you're a leader. You're a mm. leader of men. Like there's not many people on this earth that have the accountability aspects that you have. Like the right. ability to adapt, the ability to persevere, to get knocked down and get back up. Like what you have isn't normal, but to you it was. Exactly. So understand that you're a special human being with a special set of skills. You're almost like, I sound like Liam Neeson. What's his name from, from Take Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> like, yeah I'm yeah, a special yeah. set of skills. Like, <laughs> like, you, you truly are a special True, human though. Um, and you're, you're a fucking superhero. Like, right. There's, uh, kids, there's kids that look up to you. There's so many people in this world that care about you. Never feel like you're alone.
Hey, sorry to interrupt again, but I've got to tell you about our sponsor, Trade Coffee. And going to a coffee shop is a great experience, but it's not something most of us can do every day. If you're looking for that delicious local coffee shop taste on a daily basis, it's so much easier to get that with Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it so easy for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment needed. It's wonderful. Whether you know what you're doing and you already know what kind of coffee you like or you're looking and you need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans or however you make it your coffee at home. They will send it to you. It's absolutely perfect. It's a win-win in my book there. Here's how you got to do it. You're going to upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering listeners a total of $30 off their subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash KCSN. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Drinktrade.com slash KCSN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look at the success stories. I mean, uh, you, you know, I saw it with Demarcus Ware, with TJ, um, uh, with Spice. Yeah, it's just the the things that made us good football players. The intangible aspects of the game, not not the sort of stuff on the field, but like the hard work, the dedication, the teamwork. You know, Thomas Jones. There's a scene where um, the acting coach is talking about when TJ, came, you know, came on. He thought. Oh, I'm going to have to deal with one. I'm going to have to deal with this personality. This guy's yeah. going to think he knows it all. And, and uh, two, you know, he's not going to have the skills or whatever. And he said quite the opposite. He came in super humble, looking for help, looking for. And he said, I, he said, he, I, I'm paraphrasing. He said, I was blown away by the fact that he actually got the other actors to meet offset to practice their lines together. He said, nobody, nobody does that. He said, well, he, but he. He, he learned that. that. He learned that playing football, man. Exactly. Yeah, a lot that of time like, we spend off the field, bringing the position group in to come in early, or stay right. late, or or trying to, you know, collaborate and figure out how you see in this. You mm, know, exactly. how do you see this? I, we should probably see this the same way. I, I see it this way, and we meet in the middle. Um, you learn that being an athlete. You learn that being a team player. Um, the humility of it. Like football mm-hmm. is one of the most humbling games mm-hmm. in the world. Um, so if you're playing it for this long, like you have some sense of humility. You have to be able to persevere. You have to be able to um, – there are some divas here and there, but <clears throat> for the most part, guys are super humble. Right. Um, they're super right. respectful, and, and they understand the importance of team – I guess team goals. They're driven by right. helping the men next to them. Um, and those are skills and characteristics that I don't think I would have if I didn't grow up playing football, if I didn't exactly. you know, play in college, if I didn't become a professional football player. Um, I wouldn't be as selfless as I am today. Exactly. And those, you know, I think about that with my kids, right? Because you have to balance, okay, the injuries and the head stuff and the yeah. body. And this, but at the same time, it's like, yes, you know, and you want to you want to be aware of that. But at the same time, I think the upside and not just not just about, you know, hopefully they're great football players, yeah. but just what football teaches you 
uh, how football sort of shapes and molds you into a more resilient, uh, rough, uh, humble human being, just given the nature of the sport. Um, it's like, yeah, no, I, I think this is worth the, it's one of those rare things you think with your kids, like this is worth the possible injury given, you know, how great this game the, is. The character that it builds, the, mm-hmm. the grit, the, like you said, the toughness, not just physical toughness, the, the mental the mental toughness. If we go through exactly. some hard times, um, the the failure of football, mm-hmm. the amount of times that I failed playing football, the amount of times that I did, I did feel like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. where a coach will get on me or maybe I got my job took one, one year. Um, right. You have to figure out how to get over that and, mm-hmm. and persevere and conquer that situation. And that's life. I mean, people yeah. are going through, you're going to go through so many stages of life. And I'm sure there's some older folks that listen to our show. They're, they have gone through things. They're going through things like, like there's going to be things that you have to conquer. Right. Whether right. they're fears, whether there's, there's illness that comes along, whether it be um, anything, there could be some mm-hmm. really bad things that are going to happen in your life, but you can always come back from them if you have the right mindset. And exactly. I think, I think football teaches you that. No doubt. No, no doubt. And, and circling back to um, just sort of the difficulty of transitioning one thing I, I love the analogy that Thomas Jones used about like being in a tornado football, mm-hmm. being this chaotic, you know, whatever it is, 18 years, 20 years, however long you play um, this chaotic sort of just repeat of preparation, um, work, travel, violence, then repeat prep, mm-hmm. work, travel, violence. repeat, And then he said, all of a sudden you get spit out of the tornado yeah, and that thing just goes. And now you're just standing there. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, what, what, what's going on? You know, what happened to the chaos? And I, I, I was starting to worry that I was the only one that would still, that still breaks down when he, when you think back at your career and to see that TJ got emotional, I was like, okay, you know, it's still, even, and he's been out since 2011 yeah, and uh, you still see it still hits the guy. I mean, it's like, I said, I guess it was, uh, a little bit discouraging in the sense that I, I was hoping that one day I would get over it, but it doesn't look you, like you, gonna... you, you will get over it. I would say I'm at that point. I do miss football for sure. I missed a lot of the aspects of it. I missed the locker room. Um, I missed game day, but I'm not in the place that I was um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that I, I get better a year. Each year I'm removed, I've gotten better. Now mm-hmm. I can go the opposite if your mindset is in the right place. But I, I would say like what this too shall pass. I, would, I always say yeah. this stuff that, like, no matter what the situation is, this too shall pass. And on the other end of the storm, you're always going to come out a better person. Like right. You're you're in that storm, not not to get defeated, but to come out the other side a better person. So, understand right. that, man. Great stuff, Jeff. Listen, go check that out, Chiefs Kingdom. It's life after Amazon Prime. The episodes are 20, 25 minutes, thirty minutes long, and they're jam packed with awesome stories and really give you a first person perspective of what it's like to uh, retire from the NFL. And I know Jeff, we're already on 30 minutes. You and I, we could talk all day about all day about this one, but, uh, but thank you chiefs kingdom by week. Now behind us, we are rocking and rolling, moving forward. We will see you next Tuesday after a W recapping the game and catching up on all things chiefs football from a player's perspective. Big Jeff, love you, brother. Everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Beat the Titans.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.